You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out all the things that are happening. Today our focus is in Killaloo and delighted to be joined on the line by our correspondent there, Arlene White. Arlene, you're very welcome and Happy New Year to you. Many happy returns, Jim, and thanks for having me. Ardeen, um, I suppose, you know, a new year and hopefully Killaloo being, you know, a hot spot and a tourist town and welcoming visitors, you know, going back over many decades or going back over, over centuries, I suppose, really. Uh, you'd, yeah. be ho- you'd be hoping that Killaloo would, um, that things would kind of come back towards normal this year. Fingers crossed, yeah. I mean, we had an unbelievably busy summer last year even though there were still some restrictions in place and everything. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed we will get back to some bit of normality or whatever normality is at this stage. Yes. <laughs> but things, you know, businesses will be allowed to open and, you know, there won't be restrictions in place and people will be allowed to travel. That that would be the hope anyway. Um, yeah, it's not looking good at the moment, but we're probably, well, fingers crossed we're out the the. The other side of it at this stage, I think, we're, yes. we're hopefully over the worst of it. So. And I suppose Killaloo um, having, you know, hotels, pubs, restaurants aplenty um, has probably felt the brunt of of these restrictions more than most places in East Clare. Definitely, yeah. And it's even strange to be walking around at, you know, maybe 8.30 at night and, you know, play, restaurants are in darkness and there's nobody on the streets and everything. It's actually kind of strange to to experience it, yes. you know. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, you have to feel for them. They really have suffered. They, they really indeed. have. Well, hopefully things will improve. Yes, fingers crossed now anyway, that will into the spring. One thing that might bring more people into this area, and Kildo in particular, is the new bridge, Arlene. And I believe the contract has been uh, signed recently, or drawn up at least. It was, yeah. It's um, it, only recently, there in the last couple of days, it broke that John Siskin companies, or in Sun, sorry, um, were awarded the, the contract, I suppose, for the actual building of the bridge. That will go from um, Balna to Killoo or Killoo to Balna, whatever side you're on. Um, so, and it's going to cost, is it 43.7 million plus that? So, um, an expensive project, but like, I think it's it's been going on. I think I read somewhere that the initial conversations about this new bridge started 15 years ago. Yes. So, it's yes. great to see it at this stage. Um, and, you know, preliminary work has been going on for the last year or more in terms of preparing some of the areas for, like there will be a ring road around Killaloo, um, down towards kind of the Chantraud direction, down past the school and Clarisford and that, and coming out up near Bally Valley. Um, so, you know, preliminary work has been going on all along. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting. I know we're probably in for maybe lots of traffic jams and road works and stuff while work goes ahead. But it is exciting to think that it is at this stage after all the years of planning and, you know, putting things, getting things together that we're nearly there. We're nearly yeah. there. And I suppose, you know, you'd be hoping and we'd all be hoping that it will give Killaloo, it will give the town of Killaloo and Ballina indeed, uh, a new lease of life, uh, taking all the 
we'll say the traffic that's that's in transit through Killaloo and crossing the bridge at the moment, um, that it it will give maybe businesses and uh, tourist spots a chance to to stretch their themselves and and you know give them a, a little bit of breathing room. Exactly, because it's you know in in particular in recent years, it's it's just manic in the summer. You know, it really is manic and. I can imagine myself if you're going to go somewhere for the day and you get stuck in about an hour of a tailback traffic, you're not going to go back. Mm. You know, if you're coming to the area from Limerick or, you know, I've heard of people up around, you know, Tulla and that direction coming to Killaloo for the day and just saying, no way. You know, it's just... So it has been, in a way, it has been off-putting to people to come during the summer um, or any time, you know, bank holiday weekends or anything like that. So hopefully that would, you know, encourage them to come and spend a bit more time here. And, you know, they're talking about um, the the bridge will have a cycle lane the whole way, the whole extent across it. So, you know, there there is a sense that it will be about... And I suppose coming in with Ireland's Hidden Heartlands and slow tourism, that people will get a chance to actually spend time in the town and, you know, that it won't be just arriving in and stuck in traffic and, you know, moving a couple of feet at a time and um, just turning people off, that people will actually get time to come in and wander around the town and, you know, have something to eat, have a drink, visit the shops, yes. you know, that kind of thing. I suppose um, combined then with the new proposed uh, greenway from Limerick out to Scariff, uh, it, you know, that hopefully will, will add further to the tourist potential of the town. Exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, you know, people are, and I think especially since the lockdowns, going back from the, since the first, very first lockdown in, in 2020, people have realised that, you know, like there's so, so much out there to see and experience and that we do really live in a beautiful area. Um, and things like the greenways and cycleways and walkways and stuff like that, it can only encourage people to get out and about and, you know, experience that and enjoy um, the towns and villages that are kind of around the lake and surrounding Killaloo and Belna as well, um, you know, in a nice kind of relaxed way. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's, <laughs> as I say, like the, the slow tourism, the, the you know, sit back and, and just enjoy yes. what's on your doorstep. And stay a while. Um, so stay a while, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. encouraging you to stay as well. And I, I suppose linked a little bit to that, Arlene, uh, is the uh, the town enhancement mobility plan um, that's there at the moment. Uh, and that, of course, involves both Killaloo and Ballina. You might tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, again, this has been going on um, kind of in conjunction with with the the building of the new bridge. Um, and it was, I believe, in December it was approved or passed by both Clare County Council and Tipperary County Council. And it's basically a plan. Now, the, the public and local communities and stuff were invited to submit ideas and suggestions into that, which a lot of a lot of local organisations did. But the idea is that it's kind of linking Killaloo and Ballina as one, really, as one community um, as such. And it's just about looking at enhancing the area for, you know, the people living in it and also for people visiting. Um, And I know there is quite a big focus on the people that are living there because we've heard stories as well 
about visitors coming into the area and you know the the locals nearly have to move out yes. um while they're in so it's it's kind of looking at things like that um you know pedestrianizing some of the streets you know to just make it more like a um a, like a, a what's the word I'm looking for like f- to allow people to just stroll around and yes. experience the shops and the cafes and you know that kind of thing yes and I suppose um, with coupled with the advent of new bridge in a couple of in a few years time uh it will make that it much easier yes exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah that you're not and you know again that you're not just coming into the town and all you're seeing is traffic jams and traffic lights and, you know, that kind of thing and people getting frustrated that you actually get to experience it and enjoy it. And as I say, not only for for visitors to the area, but for the locals as well, that, you know, people can walk to school or cycle with their kids to school safely. And, you know, there will be certain amounts of um, cycle lanes and, and, walking areas and stuff like that even I think even in as far as as far out as Bird Hill and as you said on the Limerick side as well so it will be lovely to be able to do that safely without worrying about I know and just I suppose a huge amount of traffic on the topic of the bridge as well uh, am I right in thinking that the development you mentioned the ring road around Killaloo um, but that that new road, judging by some of the works that have gone on there over the last year, that will link up out to the roundabout near Bort Hill. Would I be right in thinking that? Well, it will actually, yeah. What you'll do is you would be able to come in from the Bert, the roundabout in Bort Hill, come, a, you know, maybe mm, two miles in that road and go across the bridge and then you would to the Killaloo side or the Clare side and you would actually link up with the ring road then and that would either take you to Limerick or take you up towards the Scariff direction. Yes, so you're yeah. bypassing the towns altogether. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So really, yeah, if you're going from Burt Hill to Scariff, your journey, I would imagine, would be quite significantly reduced. Yeah, definitely, definitely, okay. you know. Okay, Arlene, and to, to more immediate things, and we look at in the medium term for, for those developments, but uh, there's a wedding show on, I believe, today and tomorrow. Yes, in the Killaloo Hotel. Um, they're hosting a wedding show from, I'm pretty sure it's 1pm to 5pm on both days. But today and tomorrow, now you have David. They're advising a booking a slot, and their email address is weddings at killalooehotel But if you log onto their website, you'll find everything you need there anyway. Yes. Um, they're just, I suppose, with with restrictions and numbers and everything. They they prefer if you did book a slot in to to see the showcase that's on. But it's a beautiful venue, and they've done a fantastic job there. And you know, fantastic views of the the lake right at the front and everything so um yeah if you're planning a wedding in the next year or two i think that's the the place to get to this coming weekend the place to get to so that's today and tomorrow and to be starting well shortly now at one o'clock uh today saturday yes, until uh, until 5 p.m both, both today and, t- and tomorrow sunday perfect uh, I suppose on another topic, and I mean, this is the time of the year we're all full of New Year resolutions and we go walking or running or jogging or whatever. Uh, but the, in Killaloo, there seems to be uh, a little, another take on the idea of, uh, you know, walking for the new year to uh, to have exercise, but to get in a little bit of history as well. Yeah, Um 
with the, the local history society, Kilubalna Local History Society, and Deborah, our secretary, has kind of taken this on board. Um, it's a hundred days of walking, um, which was it's kind of a, a program, I suppose, that's been run through Newstalk, um, and she's combined it with a hundred days of local history. So basically, she goes out every day and her walk. Um, and takes a photo of a particular building or something historical in the area and provides a history on that, um, mostly through Twitter, um, which is at Killaloo Hist, I think is our, our handle, as they call it. Yes. Um, but that's getting a lot of, it's getting a lot of interest really locally and from people outside the area. So we'd hope that people would just get out and about and start not only just getting out to walk the area, but take notice of these buildings and, you know, historical things that are around us and just know a little bit more about them as they're as they're out walking and enjoying the fresh air, which we've been having for the last couple of days, the, the nice weather, <laughs> nicer yes. weather, should I say. Nicer weather. Um, okay. Yeah, so, and it's it's just creating awareness of, of the history around the area, as, as we say, while people are just out for a stroll or... Uh, power walk or whatever yes. whatever takes their fancy lovely and tell me something in the 30 seconds we have left uh, there's scaffolding on the cathedral in Killaloo at the moment um, uh, what's that about can you tell us yes they over the last number of years the bell tower of the cathedral has been leaking um, and causing dampness inside the building so they're actually repointing the tower the whole bell tower and that will basically prevent water penetrate, penetrating in through the joints and coming into the the area. I think their their main fear really was that it was going to start leaking in um, on the organ, which is, I don't know if you've ever been in the cathedral, but just yes. the most magnificent structure there. Yes. So that's what they're doing. Um, huge job. And they got grant funding towards finishing it. So, um, yeah, well done to them for... for the preservation job that they're doing on it, I suppose, the conservation for, for the future as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say a lot of people have been wondering <laughs> with the huge scaffolding, what's going on yes. over the last couple of weeks. So that's that's it. It's basically to, to prevent or preserve the building for the future. Good stuff. Okay, Arlene, a very uh, upbeat and uh, looking forward and optimistic view from Killaloo uh, on the various reports today. So hopefully though, all those things will come to fruition in the short and the longer term. Uh, many thanks for joining us today, our Arlene White, our correspondent in Killaloo. Thanks very much, Jim.